So, <coughs> hello everybody and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Truzzi. And today we are going to jump into another game um, that is, at first blush, not something that you'd probably grab off the <laughs> shelves and blends. This game is like camouflage. It just blends into every other game around it, and it's just sort of like not stand out at all. It's just a little bland design and, and name. And that, of course, is the uh, appropriately named Fantasy Realms that I was just telling Alex that I, I never can remember the name of this game. I always think it's Forgotten Realms or Fantasy something. I can't. I, I always have to like type it a few times into like board game geek research before i'm like what oh right okay that's what it is so i don't know what it is about this game and its design but it just seems to like <laughs> you've completely forget it as soon as you see it it's one of those games but the good news is is that it's actually a well-designed structure of a game uh at least in my opinion i have not heard your opinion of it so i let's get into that in a second but anyway this is a deceptively good game of uh set collection in a deck of cards it takes place uh pretty quickly the game is designed by uh, Bru or sorry Bruce Glasgow, and it's published by WizKids. Uh, it is a three to six player. It takes about twenty minutes to play, and it's pretty light in gameplay. So, that is the broad strokes. How do you actually play this game? All right, this is a actually quite simple game to play. Uh, there's just one deck of cards. Uh, there's fifty three cards in it, and in there there are ten suits. Uh, and three wild cards, and there are varying, I think, amount. No, there's about five cards in every suit. <clears throat> What's going to happen is in the three to six player game, now I'm, I'm saying that because technically it does say three to six on the box, but they have rules for two players and rules for seven players, which is kind of confusing. But anyway, uh, everyone will be dealt seven cards uh, randomly out of the deck, and then on your turn, uh, and I cannot remember who's starting player because I think we just always pick randomly. Uh, you will draw one card uh, or take one card from the discard pile. There is no discard pile in the start, but as you go along there will be because after you draw one card, one of your cards. So you will always have seven cards in your hand and you will always be discarding. It's just where you draw from is, is up to you. Um, and what, what you're doing with these cards is you're trying to build up, I don't know, uh, a synergy between all the cards. Because all the cards have basically a, a base value on them in the upper left-hand corner, uh, which is how many points it's going to be worth. Plus, they tend to have some sort of bonus or penalty associated with it. Now, most of them do have one or the other. Some of them have both. Uh, and some of them are just really fickle things to deal with. Uh, so essentially what you're trying to do is get cards to match up with each other. So one card might say, oh, this is worth another 10 points for every card of this suit that you have. Or this one's uh, worth negative 10 points if you have this specific other card. Or if you have all of these of the same color, you might get points. Or this cancels things out. Um, there are different types of things that the cards can do. And those can be something like it blanks it, as they describe it, which means it completely eliminates that card, everything from it, even the base value points. Uh, it could do something like it could clear a penalty. So it could. Uh, there are certain cards that say, well, if you have any sort of wizard with you, uh, it 
just cancels out the penalty on this or it cancels out the penalty on all cards types of things. So you're you're trying to mess with things so that you get the best of all worlds and getting the least amount of penalties. Uh, this continues on until the discard pile, and I have to refresh my memory on this because I've only <laughs> played the two-player game. I think it's the discard pile has 10 cards in it. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Once the discard pile has 10 cards in it, the game ends it immediately ends and people score what they have in their hand uh and so everyone should again still have seven cards in their hand and there's a little score sheet that comes with it and you will just score each card individually so you'll look at all right this is the my first card this is how much it scores base wise this is how much i gain in bonuses is how much i lose in penalties and you do that with every card the sum total of all of those points is your ending score um now there are as i mentioned there are some wilds so some of the wilds will take place take the characteristic of certain cards but they never actually become that card so for example if a card says oh if you have a basilisk you get you know this many points well you can treat some wilds as that basilisk but that wild that you're treating as as doesn't actually ever count for the bet it doesn't score the points of you wouldn't trade it and swap it in as the basilisk essentially is what it is um the most points wins the game i will mention the the two-player game which is the one i've played is greatly similar but it just the starting setup is different you start with no cards either of you uh, and on your turn you can either draw two cards from the draw pile or swap something from the discard and that continues on until you both have seven cards in hand if at one point in time you have seven cards and the other player doesn't uh, you may not draw two cards from the draw pile you can only just draw one so basically you're playing the normal game at that point uh, and again the game ends once both of you have seven and it also mentions uh and there are more than 12 or more cards in the discard, but I think mathematically that's impossible not to have 12 or more cards by the time you both have seven. Uh, so, <laughs> and yeah. And then they also mentioned the Chaos Realms version of the game, which includes seven people, and I don't think I ever want to try that one, which allows <laughs> you to... <laughs> I, just, I just read the rules like 10 minutes ago. I'm like, ah, uh, no. I've never I don't, even heard I of that. Trust, I, that's <laughs> funny. I did not even realize this was a thing. <laughs> Uh, you all receive your seven cards and you pick a time limit to play in Uh, and then you basically once you start playing you can make open trades with anyone at a one for one rate Uh, and the game ends once that time limit is reached and all players uh, tabulate their scores and high score wins which that seems crazy I don't I, I have trouble making trades enough as it is like playing pit i'm like the guy who's like no i'm not trading anything i'm just gonna make this <laughs> no. game last on forever nope Never. nope i'm keeping all the weight nope not gonna happen <laughs> so i don't think i don't think i'll ever play that but uh yeah that's everything you need to know about the rules. it's a very simple game all the interesting thing happens with the the cards themselves essentially yep that is it yeah it is basically a uh the feel of the game is there like at the beginning of the game like you have all strategies open to you i mean you might have something that sort of manifests itself in your hand but a lot of times i'll get a hand and i'll be like well nothing works together here so i uh gotta figure out what to do and so as you play you start honing down your strategy based on what you're getting rid of and there's also this really cool effect of you kind of start realizing what other people want be it based on what they're taking from the middle of the board and um, picking up the card instead of drawing a blank card or a draw deck card uh, blind, they can see what's there and 
pull it in their deck. And what's even funnier is a lot of times people will take a card early in the game and then suddenly later in the game you'll see it put back in the middle. And, and so you'll be like, oh, okay, I see. That fell through for you. What else are you doing, I wonder? Um, and so it's just this really cool... I don't know. There's something about this game. I feel like this game could easily, easily have fallen flat um, because it is so simple. But for whatever reason, the the way that the um, uh, Mr. Glasco designed it was is just really, really satisfying, and it works really well. There's just all these like subtle things that happen throughout the game that are really fun. Uh, like that, like sort of being cognizant of what players are getting rid of or picking up, your own strategy that's growing, and then also the tension of as the uh, the middle tableau grows and grows and gets closer to that 10 where it stops you are frantically trying to try to figure out how to make the best point salad hand in your hand or hand total as you can in a short period of time and so obviously you can extend the game by taking cards from the middle and taking them to your hand and then discarding one back into the middle which doesn't add to the count or you can draw blind from the deck and that will quickly more quickly end the game so anyway there's a lot of things to consider in this game that are unexpected and creates a Pretty fun experience, in my point. I have not played the two-player game. I've played typically at least three or more. Um, most of the time, I believe I've played full complement, except for that crazy seven-player version. I have not played that. <laughs> so I'm curious on what your experiences were playing uh, two-player and if you liked it or not. Um, I, I, honestly, you're the one who suggested this game to me. I'd never heard of it before. Um, and uh, it, it actually has been at my game store for a long time and I've never seen it until I just <laughs> went like a, like a week ago. And I'm like, God, I was looking for, I was looking for a completely different game that you had suggested. And then I'm just like, wait, wait, th- this is fantasy realms. This is that game that he mentioned. Oh, I'll get, yeah. I guess I'll get this. <laughs> the uh, game that I just never looked at. <laughs> Even though it was right never looked at, <laughs> it's right there. Uh, but I, I actually looked at the previews before I got it. I'm just like, I was kind of like, mm, God, I don't know. This kind of seems boring. Yeah, and it, it really does. F- from the descriptions, it sounds like it's just kind of like blah, whatever. It's yeah. really, it's it's really nice. It's good. It's, it's good, right? It's yeah. it's a quick game, and uh, Liz Liz loves it. Like, oh great. We, the first time we played it, she's like, we need to play this again. We are playing it again. I didn't quite have a grasp <laughs> on it. I'm, I'm going to get this. And we played it, and then we she, she still didn't win. She's like, no, we're playing it again. We are doing this again. I know. I can, I can, I've got this. And so it's, it's one of those games where you kind of get pulled in. You get sucked in because you're like, okay, no. Like, it starts out, as you mentioned, like, you don't really have a strategy. In a, in a two-player game, you have literally no right, strategy right. because you have no hand and so you're basing your strategy as you go because you draw two cards and you're like all right what can i do with these two cards but you don't even have that you which card of these two cards do i want and you slowly build it up and you're just like all right and then you're kind by the by the time you have four cards in your hand that's when you're like okay all right i can make these two work together and with what i see in the discard pile I can kind of make that work. But then, again, in the two-player game, you don't have a bunch of cards. You don't have worthless cards in your hand yet, usually. There was uh, the last game we played, I think I had four cards in my hand until I realized, okay, this is my strategy. I need to pick up that card I discarded right in the beginning, and then I can make things work. But 
to do that, I need to get more cards in my hand that I don't want because everything in my hand is working for the thing that I'm planning for. So you have to build up cards into your hand before you can start doing the discard thing. And you're trying not to do it too soon to not give away things. And I know there's definitely times where I started picking up certain things and Liz is like, oh, I think I know what you're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I really hope you don't because you could mess it up any moment right now if you pick up the wrong thing. So, yeah, it... it, it <sighs> I, I would love I really do want to play the three, four, and five, six player versions. I I just wasn't able to get a group together to do that. But I I really like it. it plays so quick. Yeah, it is kind of standard and there isn't so much going on, but the the fact that it is so basic and yet is completely enthralling it makes it something magical, I think. It's it's really yeah. nice. I love it. Yeah, I know. There's something just astounding about how uh, well it plays. It flows really quickly. It is fast. It doesn't overstay its welcome, but it's it's satisfying within the time you're playing it. It's and typically we always play even with larger groups uh, at least two games of it just to get through it. Just to, because it's just a fun experience to have. Um, so yeah, this is just a surprise. I, the first time I played it, I was looking at the box at the same reaction that you did. I was kind of looking at it, going like, "All right, I get." Because we were waiting to play another game. <laughs> And I was like, all right, we'll get through this one. Another generic fantasy game that looks like it was the art was done by, you know, fan art from game <laughs> board game fans who just had some spare time and did some pencil drawings, colored pencil drawings and sent them in. But, man, the design is good. So and I apologize to, the, <laughs> to whoever did the art. It's unclear. Uh, there's no name. It's just a uh, company. Octo Graphics did the art. So I feel like I can slam a company a little bit. Um, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> Fantasy Realms is quite a surprise. This is a, uh, also a game that comes, It's just, like we were saying, it's just a deck of cards, and so it comes in just a small box, easy to tote around, easy to bring with you anywhere. It's surprisingly, or not surprisingly, I should say, it's very, just uh, just normally, <laughs> based on how the complexity of the game is, uh, it's a very easy game to intro to people. They'll instantly get it. It does take a couple playthroughs to kind of understand what's in the deck, but I think... All, what you're really understanding in the deck is how many um, other options there are within a, your own hand throughout the game. It'll be very clear th- sort of the interplay of uh, points going up or points going down, penalties or rewards, like you were saying, uh, of each what each card does. And just to give you an example yeah. of that, so it's like, um, for instance, uh, let's see. So you have a dragon, and uh, the dragon is worth 30 points by itself. So that's really good, and it's a beast, but it comes with a penalty. It's worth minus 40 points, which so that cancels out its 30 and gives you negative 10 with at least one wizard. So don't have a dragon with a wizard. All right, so now you know. I've got my dragon. It's worth a lot, so I'm just going to avoid wizards. And so, But then you get wizards, and wizards can do some cool stuff. So then suddenly in the middle of the game, you're like, man, I really like this wizard combo I've got. <laughs> I'm going to get rid of this really powerful dragon. And so then you're looking for another supplemental strategy. And I think that's the key to the game is it's not yeah. just one strategy. It's all these little strategies working together. And your what your goal really is is to try to have them not negatively affect each other uh, as much as possible. So you're trying to minimize the pen- penalties. And you will have penalties, but you're trying to minimize them between your other little strategies that you've got going on. And yeah, so the, anyway, the game- that's just so fun. The game is really just keeping track of what strategy. Because sometimes you have like like sub strategies going. On. I'll do this, and then on the side, I'll kind of do this. And yeah, sometimes you start a strategy and then you forget about it. Because I know Liz was playing a number of t- a few uh, games, and like the third game in, she's like, 
like she looked at a card and she's like wait a minute wait a minute i didn't re- oh no like there's one card that is absolutely horrible it's worth tons of points i think it's a wildfire or something like that it's like worth oh yeah 40 yeah wildfire is great oh, base alone. For wildfire. but it like it like cancels out everything it yeah. like it burns you down yeah and so she's like i got i gotta get rid of this i gotta get rid of this before the game ends <laughs> she's like she had a strategy where she needed a bunch of flame cards in her hand and she just kept it and she didn't realize uh but then the next game we played i'm like oh i bet i could get a, a strategy to work and i got this one card that canceled out every penalty and the whole game i was looking for that wildfire and sadly it came out on the turn that ended the game i'm like no no (laughs) so close Yeah, it, that's the other thing great about it. For a quick, short game, there's all these like tense moments and exciting moments and down to the wire feelings uh, uh, as you're trying to get the, exactly get this strategy to the stupid strategy to all fall in place. And there's just a couple cards or one card that you're missing, and you know you'd be amazing. Uh, there's a card in here that's sort of notorious. Um, I'm trying to remember the name. It's like Book of Secrets, I think. And do you remember that card popping up? Uh, at is all? it the Book of Changes? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Uh, God, I always yeah, forget. Book of Changes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that is the, if you can string that one together, that is a mega point card, and it's very difficult to do. Um, and we have one person in our game group who is just like he is, he's he's a decent game player, but he's not you know he's not like he wins all the games. He's just you know he just likes games for whatever reason. He is like a savant at this game. This game, he crushes this game, and he gets like all of the amazing complicated strategies to work. He's done. <laughs> Several of the hardest ones to do and just <laughs> clears the table with them. So uh, anyway, he just did that the last time we played. He got that Book of Changes strategy and uh, <laughs> was able to complete it. It was just kind of like, what is happening, man? How are you so adept at this out of the box? Um, so anyway, there's just all this fun challenges to work for. And every game is going to feel different. You might even have similar strategy options in the game, but they're going to go a different way because of the way the cards are coming out. Uh, unless, of course, you didn't shuffle. But you're going to... So it, it could, because of the way it's not like if you have one card that... Like the dragon card. It said uh, minus 40 if you have with a wizard. Okay, but there's a lot of different wizards in the game. And there's a lot of different things that piggyback off of wizards. So you might be able to keep that dragon and still counteract that wizard card if it's good to keep with it. So it's not just a wizard. It's there are several wizards. They all do different things. And so there might be a wizard that's worth keeping. So anyway, I just really love that where it's not just one one thing down, uh, counteracts the right. other. It's one of many options and they're varying degrees of bad or good. And so you can still yeah. kind of build a viable strategy even with heavy negative points. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I, I really can't say enough the about thing- this game. <laughs> And there's so many layers that even, even like, for example, that if you have the dragon, but you also want a wizard, there are other cards that cancel out the penalty. There's a, a beast master that cancels out penalties on all beasts, which the dragon counts as a beast. So if you can get certain things, if you can layer things just right, like get all the, like get a three card fold going where it's just like, okay, this one works with that one, but that one cancels out that one, but I don't have to worry about because this one cancels out that one. So it's, it, again, it's a lot of bookkeeping, but it's it's, it's simple and fun bookkeeping. Yeah. <laughs> simple and fun bookkeeping is, is a good way to put it. Um, so, yeah, anyway, this we, this game is great. Highly recommend you check it out. Do not be turned away by the box art and the description. Uh, and you might, like Alex has, been looking at it unknowingly, probably as you're waiting in line, staring at it without seeing it. <laughs> um, I, it's just one of those games where it just looks so mundane. And it just it's like... Um, 
Ethnos. Ethnos just looks so boring, and it's such a great game. This is a very similar feel to it, where it just looks so typical of it, just a, a very basic, ah, I've seen this before, I've played this game before, game, but you haven't. You haven't played anything quite like this or as well designed as this, so it's very much worth a check out, and uh, it's uh, it's you know pretty, pretty cheap. It's not terribly expensive to get either, so high recommendation there. Let's get into how it works taken out. Um, okay, so as, as Alex was explaining, uh, this is going to be pretty much, this is all just a deck of cards. There is a score sheet. We never have used the score sheet. I don't know if you guys have. I feel like we just kind of, you know, play a couple rounds and then we're on to something else or we're, you know, we're just, just keep playing. I don't really see the point of the score we, sheet. We use a score sheet. Liz really loves using score sheets. So <laughs> if there is a score sheet, she wants to She's use it, use even it. if you don't okay. need it. Um, right. I can see why you might, if you're good at just being like, all right, that's 40, and then I add that, and that's 60, and then I add that, and then I have another, another 20. We all just, take, we all just but, take out our phones and just some like, right. because yeah. you will need, it's nice to have a calculator here <laughs> to score. I, I will say that the score sheet is very nice. They double-sided all the sheets. So that was one oh, thing I'm like, handy. ooh, they, they did the right thing. All right. Yeah. And it's a huge pad, so. Yeah, fair enough. I did not realize it. Would, I haven't even looked at it outside of just glancing at it and putting it back in the box. So, <laughs> so I didn't even realize they did a double-sided one, but that's awesome. Uh, I feel like it's just a kind of a way to validate having the size of box it's in. It could even be smaller without the score sheet. It uh, really could. But uh, but even so, it is still pretty a uh, very portable box, easy just to throw in a bag. It's not quite pocket size, but you could throw it in a bag or tuck it under your arm or in a jacket pocket very easily so um anyway besides the score sheet you're just going to have the deck of cards and um, that's going to just be shuffled up you're going to have an instruction booklet too of course and your box but you know that's what you usually have so throw that wherever uh, so the deck of cards um, in the more than two player game you're going to start with a hand of cards and then you'll have um, a draw deck uh, as well on the table and then as Alex mentioned before there's going to be a growing tableau in the middle of the market so to speak at, that also serves as the discard pile but it's not stacked it's spread out so you can see how many cards are in the discard pile and everyone can draw from that throughout the course of the game so you're just going to have the center area of kind of growing cards but it's it ends at 10 cards including the stack of uh, the draw deck so 11 card piles I guess so it's really not that bad and it doesn't have to be in any specific position it's just kind of as long as it's visible and uh, accessible to everyone um, that's the most important thing so really outside of that you don't lay cards in front of you it's all in your hand and because it's gonna be secret so it's just drawing and discarding on your turn and that's it so that's great <laughs> I can't think of any game almost almost better than that that we've reviewed outside of maybe like I don't know the Duke which just has one little board in the middle or I'm trying to think of another one but that's even that just... the board is suspiciously larger than you think it is yeah so. true yeah yeah it's weirdly it's unnecessarily large but um but anyway yeah so this is like a perfect game for taking out just, just yeah, it really is you can you can play it. It doesn't take a lot. You are going to be strategizing a lot in this game, but in a satisfying, lighter way. It's not going to feel like a chore, mainly because of the somewhat unpredictability of what's being drawn off the top. And until the middle gets a few cards in it, there's really you're really just going to be drawing cards off the top, keeping the best one, and then discarding another one. Um, so there's really you're really not going to be. There's no analysis paralysis here until maybe the last few turns. There's a little bit of more thinking of like okay how do i make the best out of this um right. but but even then it's pretty quick 
So yeah. I just think it, it lends itself really well to table conversation and um, communication and a quick, fun feel of gameplay and not a heavy sense of play. Yeah, and I think I think something that adds to that is uh, because it's so light and because there's a lot of different strategies that you can go with, I think you you never really feel like you're out of the game. There's a lot of games where you're like, oh no, I know I'm behind because they're doing this. And I have like, you usually have like two or three options where you're like, oh, I could do this or I could do that. So it kind of gives you the sense of I'm not failing yet. I mean, right. there are definitely points where you're like, oh, this isn't looking good, but but you <laughs> oh, you can always you can turn it around at some point. I mean, you can swap things out so that the bad card that you have now is no longer in your hand. And that there are those surprise moments where it's like, oh, this is this is actually better than I thought it would be. And so it kind of gives you that that successful feeling at all times. Usually at some point you're going to feel like you're doing the right thing and it's tough to tell who's winning because you don't know what the other player is doing. I mean, you can see some of the things they're picking up, but you don't know if they've got some other card that's canceling things out or if they forgot about a card that's canceling things out. That That's happened to me a few times. Uh, and <laughs> it, it, it really can go any way. And you're just like, you're just like, oh, if I can just, oh, there's, you have that sense of like, this could, if you're doing bad, you know it could turn it around at any moment. And if you're doing good, you're like, even then it could turn around at any moment. There have been right, times right. where I'm like, if I draw bad on this last one, it ends the game and I could be stuck with a card I do not want. Because <laughs> the last game I played, I'm like, if I, I, I'm ending the game, I'm drawing two cards. If I draw a flood or if I draw anything that has, you know, like uh, an army, if I don't draw a flood or an army, I am I'm just ruined my deck. I luckily drew one that wasn't one of those <laughs> it was it was only worth like two points but at least it didn't cancel out 40 points <laughs> yeah that's true because there's a lot of times where you have a great hand and you're like i don't want to get rid of any of these <laughs> and uh it hurts to get rid of them and you can you can get yeah that's definitely a risk for sure suddenly you have to get rid of two or get rid of a really good option uh, in a hand of good options so um, but that's, I just love that though. That's such the fun of the game where you're like, Oh, dang it. <laughs> that's a good problem to have, yeah. I guess, is having to get rid of yeah, it, two it really, really good options. Um, yeah. So once again, just such a, an easy game to take out. You could do this at a meal at with drinks, any situation of taking out at any location. This would be an easy one to pop out. And it's also beneficial in that it, the two things that we mentioned before, it, it plays quickly. So it's easy to sort of like pick up and start and then maybe take a break and then pop in again and play another game. And also it, um, uh, what was the other thing I said? <laughs> <laughs> Two things. It plays quickly and something else. Oh, man. What was I going to say? It doesn't take a lot of space. Uh, no, it, it, it allows was, uh... for table talk. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't cost a lot of money. All of those yeah. things would be good seconds, but I don't think it was. Really... Anyway. <laughs> I love totally how you just lied and been like, yeah, it was that. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm an honest man. I would never do that. Um Oh, God, what was I gonna say? I uh, <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I just suddenly in my mind I was just visualizing the quickness of play, and then I the other thing just like evaporated. And anyway, so it just it just does uh, everything you want to do in a um, 
uh, takeout game. It, it plays quickly, and then the other things that Alex said. <laughs> <laughs> so and yada yada yada. yada. <laughs> so this is uh, this is probably going to be definitely on our, our I would assume on our top five list when we, when we do our roundup. But anyway, don't all right, spoil so, things. Jeez, right, man. Well, well, just you know, I've got a contender here. Put money on this one. Um, <laughs> so let's see. Would your mom like this game? Ah. I think she would love the feel of this game, but I think once again it's slightly too interconnected. They like the strategy is too interconnected f- for her taste. What do you think? God, I- I'm I feel like I'm 50/50 on this one. I have I know, right? I'm I get- not sure. This is tough. It's it is pretty simple. You can yeah. easily talk during it. I mean, she's not huge on reading a lot of text on cards, and this one does require... I'm going to say I'm leaning towards no, but I would be pleasantly surprised uh, if if she did like it. It's, <laughs> it's possible she could like it, but I'm leaning towards no. This is a maybe no, as, as, as I will rank it. But it is the weakest maybe no I've ever stated, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I could see her really liking it. Like, it's probably not her new favorite game, but I could see her thinking it's really fun. But yeah, once again, just the the amount of text, although minimal, it, it, you know, just kind of tracking what your developing strategy is, I think would be this, like you said, the uh, the downfall of it for her. But ah, oh, man. Anyway, do it if, worth, it, worth. I'm gonna say this: showing if there was a moment, <laughs> if there was a moment where she could like yell something, as we state and have stated many times, <laughs> if there was like a part where she, she could yell, "Fantasy realms," then I think I would lean more towards. <laughs> yes, welcome to the but realm. There, there is. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, uh, I, but since there isn't that, I, I I'm gonna lean more towards no. Yeah, well, fair enough. I think that's a, an astute observation on whether or not your mom would like it. All right, so who else would like this game? Um, once again, a- any type of gamer, I think this is worth a try. I think this is a very satisfying game structure and is quite a good game. Um, I think it's quick enough to try, even if you're not, this isn't exactly a type of game, it's quick enough to try it out if nothing else. So I think this really is applicable to pretty much any any type of gamer. Those who wouldn't like it, the only thing I can think of is if you just don't like set collection games, and that's sort of annoying to you, um, but that's pretty minor, that you'd re- have to really hate them <laughs> to not yeah. ever want to experience even a taste of set collection. <laughs> um but uh, I just I can't think of of anyone just hating if, this game. If you're too busy doing like a ten by ten type of game situation where you're like, no, I need to get more plays of like Gloomhaven in. I don't have time for this. <laughs> right? Maybe like I, I mean that's about it. If you're too busy playing heavy games, then yeah, don't. I mean, but still, it is pretty short. What's wrong yeah. with you? I know. I, I, I know. It's just like you can't not sell this game. <laughs> Come on. Take a break from Gloomhaven and give it a crap. Um, yeah, this is it's just such a great one. So this is uh this is a perfect game for taking out, a very surprisingly good structure, and even the art grows on you. It's not the best art you've ever seen, but it's it's still good enough <laughs> and it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sure there's someone out there going, Man, I did I that. My- Art. I did so hard. 
<laughs> you just yeah. keep ripping on this art. It's not that bad of art. It's fine. It's not that bad. It's not original ascension level. It's better than art. I could do. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. Although, if that was the criteria for everything, then everything would be genius <laughs> if it was better than I could do. <laughs> um, but it is not that bad. Not a, not at all. It's just not. It's just, I don't know, just once again, it just sort of blends in. It, it is quite, it is it is not bad at all. Uh, it, you know what kind of reminds me? It's kind of like comic booky in style. Which yes, is not, which I was going to say. Totally fine, but um, but something about it just sort of clashes just some mildly with the card layout and design. I don't know, maybe that's just me. But like I said, it's not bad. It's just not going to like, wow, or come off the shelves and blow your mind. Um, so anyway, that's a minor complaint in a slew of praise. <laughs> so take that for a grain <laughs> of salt. All right, guys. I don't think we can rave about this game much more than we already have. It is Fantasy Realms, um, published by WizKids. Check it out. It is probably in your game store. <laughs> it probably is on sale because of the fact that no one is buying it. And I hope more <laughs> people do buy it because this is quite a good game and worth a check out. So I am realizing right now that I don't have a saying, <laughs> a catchphrase this uh, show. My family has been in sick this whole week. And I, you know what I feel like? I feel like uh, the last uh, remaining survivor of a zombie apocalypse. Uh, because one by one, and there's only two other people in my family, but one by one, they've been falling to this disease as it as it takes them, and they're both like lying on the couch, fading away as I try just not to get <laughs> infected by their zombie disease while I'm treating them. So I have had uh, no headspace to think of a clever and amazing design, but I think the last one I did was well received. So maybe that'll ride. I, for I'm two gonna weeks. I'm gonna take whatever I cannot remember what you said exactly. Whatever you said, <laughs> my mom should say was it "Welcome to the realm." Is that whatever yes. that was? Yeah. That should be the catch. Welcome <laughs> to the realm. <laughs> Not say yell yell at the beginning of the game and whenever she feels the urge. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I will come back strong next week, everybody, and uh, blow your damn socks off with an amazing catchphrase. And now I put a lot of pressure on myself. Yeah, you I'll did. deliver. You, I will deliver. You fool. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys want to reach out to us, of course, you can get a hold of us through Instagram and Twitter at Chits in Chat, Chits and Chat. And you can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and scroll down to the Chits and Chat page and fill out our comment form. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We are plugging away. We've got a couple or a few episodes coming up that I am uh, uh, some uh, new. This was a new game for you. I think the next one we're going to be doing is a new game for me. And also uh, a classic. Ooh, a little, little hint. What is it? What is it going to be? So we've got a few oh. exciting ones coming up I'm looking forward to. And we hope that you will tune in to listen to those. So until that episode, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.